Ever wonder what motivates people to get plastic surgery? Did they regret it? What can we learn from the weird and wild stuff that happens at our plastic surgery clinic? We're going to tell some stories, get some laughs, and learn on Clinic Talk with Sabrina Sajan on the Plastic Surgeon Podcast. Hello, my friends. I'm Dr. Javad Sajan. I'm here with my lovely wife and CEO of Allure Aesthetic, Sabrina Sajan. Welcome back and thanks for listening. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to support the channel. On Clinic Talk, we tell real stories of fun, strange, hopeful, and educational things that happen at our clinics from day to day. We get a lot of weird and hilarious happenings at the clinic. You can find the clinic at AlluraAesthetic.com for more information. So, Janu, what clinic stories are we going to talk about today? We had so many people who are expecting I heard you through a baby shower. Yes. Um, we had a baby shower last week. It wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> How it, many people? It was three. So, three of our staff members. Why do we always have things happen in three? Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. We hire in sets of threes. People get pregnant in sets of threes. People quit in sets of threes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the threes, three musketeers all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we had a baby shower last week for three of our staff members. um, And they're all expecting back to back. Who is it? Um, We have Natalia, our PA. Um, Then we have Kyla. I think many, you know, a lot of the surgery patients have probably met her because she does a lot of ultrasound massages. Um, She's a master esthetician and medical assistant. Um, and then we have Gina, one of our nurses. Um, and yeah, the all three of them are expecting. Two of them are having boys. Oh, cool. And one of them are having girl. And yeah, it's, they're super excited and, um, you know, really enjoy the baby shower. And it was a lot of fun. And I saw that um, on the IG that there were some like cake-like things somebody made. Oh, yes. Yeah. Belinda um, is really creative. And she any, anytime we have, you know, someone expecting in the um, office, she'll make them diaper cakes. What? Um, what, so, what's a diaper cake? So basically what it is, it's a cake, but it's made out of uh, baby onesies and diapers. Hmm. Um, and basically you can use it as um, a decor in the baby's room. And then eventually you end up using it. Um, usually has like a good 30, 40 diapers in there. And it's like a three layered cake. That's made out of diapers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cute. Did people like it? Yeah, everyone really enjoyed and it was a lot of fun. So how did you keep it COVID friendly? Yeah, so we had 10 people on the dot um, and that's the restrictions right now here. So you can have 10 people indoor um, together. So yeah, we had 10 people. That's cool. And we also kept it a drive-through baby baby shower so people could just stop by and then kind of you know, wish them good luck and then kind of head out. So we had it for a few hours where people could just stop by. Oh, so they drove by, throw the gift and kept <laughs> driving? No. It's like a stop by baby shower, right? So it's like basically like an open house. Oh, okay. okay so okay. it's like open for a few hours and you can come anytime you want. There's no specific time for you to arrive. So it's like an open house. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I really hope um, once COVID hopefully slows down more, we can get back to doing all the events you know i think it really builds culture and Mm -hmm. helps people connect yeah definitely you see such a higher level of disconnect in this covid world you notice that Mm -hmm, i do i see people a lot more to themselves and much more uh, private and quiet 
than what I just remember a year and a half ago. Yeah, I, I felt like the office was such a more um, friendly environment. People really connected with each other. Um, we used to do these monthly team meetings. Mm -hmm. A lot of the staff and the doctors really missed that. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but... Um, but yeah, this time we can't have them, but they were, you know, full company team meeting once a month. We used to all have breakfast together and have an inspirational talk from one of the surgeons and uh, introduce all the new staff. And it, it was really a way for everyone to connect with each other. And it's so, it's really sad not to be able to do such things because it really helps the team morale and the different values and to instill that into all of the staff. Yeah. And, I, and we certainly do a lot of things virtually now, but Human beings, I think, and, you know, are social creatures. And um, no matter how much you do with Zoom and electronically, that human connection is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it gets to people's inner soul and helps drive them, motivate them. I know. And I was just looking at the, um, to see if we should do something maybe 4th of July or something like that. But I think I heard that they're going to reshut things down and move things back to phase two or something. Yeah, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I know. I was hoping to go to phase four so we can do such events. Well, everybody, please get your vaccine. Yes. Got, right? Get your vaccine and stay safe. John, I have one thing. Touch-ups, touch-ups, and touch-ups. <laughs> I think some of our injector providers would say that too. <laughs> so we love doing injections. We love it. Botox, fillers. We do a lot of it. So we have a policy at the office, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if somebody gets an injection and they're not happy or it doesn't work out well and they need a touch-up, we will do it for free. Yeah, or we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to make it right. Exactly. But guys, that doesn't mean if you want more, it's called a touch-up, right? <laughs> yeah. So when you get a filler of syringe, let's say put in your lips, right? You're getting one cc, you, you know, you get that, and it's done, but you can't come back and say, I want a touch-up because my lips aren't big enough. Yeah, we get that a, a lot of times. That's called a redo and you got to pay for more filler. That's called your lips need three syringes. Exactly. You know, you're not going to go from, I don't know who has really thin lips. Yeah, I don't know. You, you know I guess you're not going to go from Chris Jenner lips to Kylie Jenner lips with one syringe. Is that, a good, is that a good analogy? That's a fact. Okay. So it takes multiple. So a what is a touch up? I'm going to go through this. A touch up is considered a treatment to correct a, mis a asymmetry or misinjection that happened. So for example, let's say one eyebrow went a little higher than the other. Touch it up. Let's say you got a little lump in your lip. lip. We'll touch that up. Let's say your filler looks crooked and one cheeks look really high. We'll touch it up. But wait, hold the boat here, okay? Now, when we put filler on the cheeks, I put the filler on the bone, guys, on the bone. Nobody's cheeks are symmetric. Look at me. My right eye is bigger than my left eye. I don't like it. I want to push it in. I push it in every day. It doesn't go in. However, the filler goes on the bone. And if your bone is crooked, everyone's face is a little crooked. Your filler is going to be a little crooked. And you have to learn to be happy with that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not passionate about this. I'm not. It doesn't bother me. But a touch-up is a correction because something may have not been done properly or didn't heal well. You know, the one thing with these little procedures, right? You've seen this. You can do the same thing a million times the exact same way on a million identical twins and everybody heals differently. Yep. People are people, right? It's like going to a restaurant. 
you get the same dish. Some days it's great. Some days it might not be as great. It's a variety. <laughs> yeah. Or, or sometimes we'll like get a call from like patients, like they got their Botox treatment or dysport treatment. I think you have one coming up on Monday. Uh-huh. Um, and the, <sighs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and the patient came in to get her normal, you know, 30 units um, of Botox, you know, got her treatment. And she calls three months later and says, Oh, the doctor said that it was going to last six months to nine months. Like, no, 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 no. We never said that. Never. Guys, it lasts three months if you're, okay, on average. It could be less, could be more. No one said six months. I didn't say six months. You know, come on. They said you said. Yeah. I I love my (laughs) patients. They're amazing. They're sweet. I'm so thankful, grateful to God to have my patients. But sometimes, you know, people hear that's that's called trying to sneak in a touch up. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you know, the touch ups that get me are the people some who legitimately want to get more filler, but they call it a touch up just to get fast track on the schedule. Yes, exactly. <sighs> we know those tricks and turns, guys. I know, I know. And we don't mind well, obviously we'll take care of you, but you're gonna get on the DNS list. Yeah. No, what's, now what's, we have a new <laughs> asterisk list. I know. <laughs> what's the DNS list? Do not schedule. <laughs> Don't be on the list, you know? <laughs> now we have three levels. We have the regular patients, we have an asterisk, yeah. and then after that, you go to the DNS. The asterisk list does not get touch-ups, right? <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. Look, we love all of you. You guys are amazing. 99% are amazing, super people. We couldn't do this without you. We know we are who we are because of our patients on a serious note, and we're so thankful for them. Sometimes, you know, like all of us, right, Yeah, you know, some people get a little bit more I require a little bit more TLC than others. And we're going to give TLC. I love TLC. We give lots of TLC, but there's a fine line between TLC and taking advantage. Yes. Can't walk that line, right? Or you get on the DNS list, please. And people get mad. <laughs> Be aware. Be aware. Or then you get blocked on IG and then you call the office and you get back on IG. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. You got to tell the story about that. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm walking around the office saying hi to all my staff, right? We got a bigger team now. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? I say, I try to say good morning to everybody. Cause I really care about my people. I want to know what they're doing. So I am, uh, running around the office and I hear, Oh, and the new person, um, Isabella comes to me running. She's a new staff. She's one of our PCCs. She's amazing, but she always looks nervous and scared. She's trying to work on She's that. new. It's like her second week. I know, but you know, I know she's, she's, she always looks scared. I'm like, what happened? Did somebody scare her? Did I scare her? But yeah, yeah. She, she, she's just new. It's just the jitters. Yes. The jitters. So, um. It's her first real job. It is. She's an amazing person. <laughs> so, um, she comes running to me. Uh, no, she's, I'm walking by. She doesn't run to me actually. And she's talking to Belinda and she's like, oh, this person saying is they're blocked on Instagram, but they have a consult coming up. So can we unblock them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> now we didn't block people. But the only people that get blocked are haters. Yeah, we have a social media team. And, yeah. you know, if if you say inappropriate things yes. and you um, are not nice about the pictures that are posted online, I mean, you have to understand those are patient pictures. Mm-hmm. Those patients are watching the comments that are coming through. And if you're not nice, you're going to go on the DNS list. Exactly. And, you know, if you have a question, you can always send send a DM. If you don't like the way something's done and you want your surgery or procedure done differently, you can talk to us, send a DM. But, like, posting a lot of negativity on people's body images isn't a nice thing. You know, I know when you put before and afters, you put yourself out there. I'm happy to do that. I don't mind. I take the criticism. You can't like insult people and make fun of them and be mean or, you know, like swear. So if you do stuff like that, then you get blocked. Sorry about that. But it's just what it is. We got to, we got to moderate the group, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. And what happens is if we don't take that stuff down, the one of the real reasons we really have to pay attention to it is if, you know, IG moderates everything 
And if we have a lot of hateful talk and we don't delete it, our account can get banned. So I don't mind the criticism, but we have to protect the patients, right? Number one. And number two, we don't want our IG to get blocked because all of you know, I'm the only verified plastic surgeon in this entire state. Yeah. And the patients really enjoy looking at Instagram, watching the stories and all that. I want to give the opportunity to those patients that want to watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So John, I heard that someone's ex-husband called to cancel a surgery. Yes. So how it actually started was a couple came to a consult. It was a full mommy makeover um, consultation and they scheduled surgery on the same day and they paid their deposit and they picked their date and everything. Um, The patient um, then had their pre-op and everything. It was like maybe four or five weeks um, the surgery was going to happen and we get a call from the husband and, he, you know, we have a special form and special um, process if a different person's paying for your procedure and a different person is allowed to have access to your information. So he was on all of her stuff and mm-hmm. she gave him access to be able to pay for his procedure, her procedure. And he had access to all of our patient stuff and she, you know, signed off on it and agreed to it so we could discuss things with him. Um, which we confirmed with her. Um, and all of a sudden, like a few weeks before surgery, we get a call from her husband and he was like, oh, I just need to cancel so-and-so surgery. And we're like, okay, her surgery is in a few weeks and everything's already paid for. Mm. Everything's already done. He was like, yeah, she doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. And we're like, okay, um, you know, is there something we can help you with? Like what's going on? Like, we haven't heard from her or anything. And she was like, yeah, he, she, you don't need to hear from her. I'm telling you, I paid for it. So she doesn't need the surgery anymore. And just the way he was being aggressive and hmm. being very rude, it seemed a little fishy. Yeah. So, you know, we talked to him and we hung up the phone um, and then we called her mm-hmm. and we were like, hey, um, just wanted to check in, um, you know, your surgery's on this date. Um and everything is scheduled. And she's like, yeah, everything is scheduled and I'm ready to have surgery. And she's like, why? Why Why? Do, why are you calling me to ask me this? And we we're like, oh, we just wanted to know if everything's okay. And she was like, are you talking about blank? And then she said his name. And we we're like, hmm. uh, yeah, how, how did you know? And she was like, yeah, he's he's trying to call everywhere. Where had, I had appointments and things scheduled and he's canceling all my cards and He's, he's trying, he, I'm guessing he tried to cancel my surgery too. They were married when they came in. Correct. So they were married when they came in, but she, then she went into detail and she was like crying and stuff. And she was like, she told us that they're basically separated and they're going through a really bad divorce. Oh, mm-hmm. and this even, is my patient. Yeah. And even though the surgery was fully paid, um, he's still trying to cancel surgery, even though he may or may not get the money back. But he just does not want to have let her have the surgery. Oh yeah, because it's not refundable within three weeks. Yeah, uh, he, and he even said it himself. He's like, I don't want the money. I just don't want her to have the surgery anymore. That's rough. Yeah, and she was like crying and stuff, and we we're like, well, it's already paid for. <laughs> you can show up to, on the day of surgery. You'll have the surgery. I mean, everything's already a done deal at this point. Yeah, and you're the patient. I mean, you have you know, it's your right, and you have access to you know have the surgery and everything. So. Then she sent us a letter and an email saying that she's requesting to not discuss anything else ever with him and take mm-hmm. him off her chart and take him off of the emergency contact and everything. 
Um, but it was like a back and forth because he kept calling the office hmm. um, because he wanted to make sure that she wasn't going to have surgery. That's 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 out there, you know. And that and that whole thing, I had I had a very different situation. Hmm. So um, this this one this one's wild. So I had a patient who comes in with her husband. They have four kids. They came from Eastern Washington. Yeah, really um, nice, normal people, as far as I know. And um, when we're in the room. The husband's always very flirty with the staff. Like, and she, like, it doesn't say anything like it's normal. He's always commenting on the, like, on the assistant. Mm-hmm. Oh, you look good. Or and I remember one time he said, oh, is she going to look like her? Oh, my God. I just wanted to fall on the ground and disappear. <laughs> you know, you heard that feeling? <laughs> Hide and, under the desk. Yes, yes. And his wife was like, whatever. She didn't even care. Just like, just did that type of thing. I'm like, okay, so that's fine. So she gets a big mommy makeover. We're doing everything. We're doing breast augmentation. We're doing tummy tuck and a BBL, all three together. And she signs up for surgery. And everything's great. It happens. Surgery goes great. She looks, she feels amazing. She's really happy with the result. And then she comes to her first post-op. Yeah. And I um and it, and she's there with her sister. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then I ask her, oh, how's your husband? She's like, Oh, I left him. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean I left him? <laughs> And she's like, oh, that, in that she, accent? Yeah, yeah. She was like, that cheating, bleep, 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 bleep. I had to pay for all my stuff and I let him go right away after. <laughs> so then, um, he didn't even get to see her. No, no. Then he said, she said, yeah, he, he was a big cheater. Cheated so on she her. knew that before. Yeah. Cheated, oh, cheating on her for smart. years. She didn't want to say anything. She, um, right away, but she confronted him about it before the whole surgery and his way of making up for the cheating was to pay for the surgery. Oh. And then he thought everything was going to be all good <laughs> after the surgery, but she got the surgery and she left him. And she peaced out. Yep. Yep. And she kept, and she, you know, then they were fighting for the kids and all that kind of stuff. Oh man. But that was, that was something. <laughs> she that got was, the uh, surgery at least. She got it done. Yeah. And she was really happy with it. Very nice person. Um, but you know, that's the opposite, huh? Yeah, Almost. it is. Yeah. That's funny. Thank you for listening to Clinic Talk on the Plastic Surgeon Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and support the channel. Tune in next time for more Clinic Talk. We have more great stories coming your way. For my live surgeries on Snapchat and adventures throughout the week, catch us on all social media at Real Doctor Seattle. See you next time. Bye. Bam. Whoa.